Good morning on this Saturday morning and welcome to our devotional. Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. Thank you for joining us this morning. If you joined us yesterday, we are continuing talking about the Christian's life, victorious life, being victorious, being overcomers, prevailing as believers. God has made preparation for us as believers to overcome in every area. He has not made preparation for us to be defeated, but he has made preparation for us to overcome. Even as Jesus overcame, we are to overcome. Because it is the same Holy Spirit that was upon the life of Jesus that is in our life. It's the same word of God that we have today that they had when they also began the church when the church was born there in Jerusalem. It says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 17, and we're going to be reading uh, verse 17, 18, and 19, and we're going to be going through, once again, covering exactly what it is that Jesus had told Peter when he told him that uh, I will give you the keys. As we have mentioned, keys are representative of authority, power. There, there are keys to different things. And uh, Isaiah prophesied that Jesus would have the key of David. Jesus said he had the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Uh, Jesus told Peter, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom. So we need to look at these things. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Of course, revelation being the key of uh, receiving from God the knowledge of God, the revelation of Jesus. And then it says, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In these few little statements, it talks about my Father which is in heaven. It talks about the gates of hell which are underneath the earth. It talks about Jesus building his church. He would build his church throughout the years and centuries that the, that the, that the timing of the Gentiles would be fulfilled. And then, of course, in verse number uh, 19, And I will give thee the keys... So it's not just one key, but there are keys to operating in the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is something that is within us as believers. The kingdom of heaven is something that is already now. Now, in other words, it begins the moment that we're born again. We're able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. When we're born again, we're able to see in other words, it is with our spirits, not with our minds, not with our natural ability. It doesn't say that uh, uh, when you're born again, I'll give you the keys and and uh, you're going to enter. You're going to enter into a, a, a church uh, uh, or you're going to become a member of. No, but it says that you will enter in. You enter in by the new birth, by being a citizen that is born of the kingdom of God. 
Yes, we have been born here on this planet naturally, physically, but spiritually we are born of the kingdom of God and there is a clash. There is a clash between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of the devil. The devil is in control and has been in control as far as naturally, physically, the kingdoms of this world because of uh, what it says in the book of Ephesians that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, uh, spiritual wickednesses. Uh, he mentions that our fight is not a natural fight. The moment that we are born into the kingdom, we begin to grow and develop and mature as sons. But we also enter in through the discipleship of, or, or being a disciple, you shall know the truth and the truth shall uh, set you free. And you will be free indeed. You know, you will continue in his word, then you are his disciple. So we enter into his service or being servants, or serving God. But there's something that has been lacking in many people's lives as Christians, and that is once you're born again, at the moment that you're born again, and you begin to grow and, 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 and mature, you also enter into God's army as a soldier. So yes, we, we are born as uh, children of God to become sons, we enter in and we dedicate our life to his service to become servants. And we are also enlisted into the army of God. So the church is going to come up against the authority of hell itself. That's what the gates represent. But hell, the authority of hell, is not going to prevail against it. And I will give thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever shall be bound uh, or loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Of course, we had made mention of uh, the many different translations. It's that where we need to find out what has been bound in heaven first so that we can bind it here on earth. And what has been loosed in heaven first so that we can loose it here. Now, in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, it says, From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, he was there. He had come as a representative. He who had been in heaven, he who was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, took on a natural human physical body, born of a woman, of a virgin, and he became a man. He dwelt amongst us. He walked amongst us. We beheld, we saw his glory. And now he's preaching through the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon his life. And he begins to say the kingdom of God basically has now come to invade this earth. There is a time when the millennial kingdom of Jesus, where he will reign physically on this planet, over all the nations of the world, over all the kingdoms, over all the people, all, over all the tribes, over all the tongues, over all the ethnic groups, over everybody. He will be King of kings and Lord of lords. But 
those that are Christians, those that are believers, when we are born again, we have entered into that kingdom, that citizenship, having been born into the kingdom of God. Now we must also begin to learn and to develop in every area so that the keys that were given can be used and those keys operate in the realm of the spirit so that doors in the realm of the natural can be opened and or closed. Jesus also said in the uh, book of Matthew, uh, when he told his disciples to go and preach in Matthew 10, 7, he says, and as you go and preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So the message was once again, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray in Matthew 6, 9 and uh, 10, it says, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, holy is thy name. Your kingdom come. See, we're, we're to pray for the kingdom to come. And the kingdom is going to be made manifest is going to be made manifest in the lives of individuals and we begin to operate according to the principles of the kingdom of heaven here on this earth. And of course, to do that, it says, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In other words, it's going to be here on earth as it is already in heaven. It says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Then we have in the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 32, uh, concerning the kingdom. Jesus says, Fear not, little flock, for I, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Interesting. To give you the kingdom. And then, of course, in Matthew 11, uh, uh, 12, it says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. In order to take it by force, we have to be equipped with the armor of God because we're engaging in a conflict not with humans, not with the human element, we are involved in a conflict that is spiritual, where the prince of the power of the air has blinded the minds of those that do not believe. He has blinded the hearts of those that don't understand. And they continue to walk in a darkness that was established when Adam and Eve fell and has continued to grow to the point that as it was in Genesis in the beginning, that darkness covered the face of the earth, so shall it be again that darkness shall cover. Not darkness as far as naturally where you can't see the light, the sun, but we're talking about a darkness as far as evil is concerned. Evil will begin to prevail Evil will be at the point even at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the study of the ten virgins in Matthew chapter 25, it says when he comes, he comes at the midnight hour. Or in other words, he comes when it is dark, very dark. And at that hour, 
of course, you're going to need light in order to see. So while the world is experiencing a massive darkness because of the continual wickedness and evil and refusal to accept the truth and to accept the light, they will believe a lie. Now, we can see uh, in the Old Testament as the, as the principles are laid out that Israel, when they were in Egypt, uh, they were in the light while Pharaoh and Egypt was in darkness for three days. Now, this represents for us that they will continue as long as they refuse the light, to walk in the light, to live in the light, they will continue to walk in darkness. And that darkness continues to prevail as long as the light of the gospel does not shine. So it is important for us as believers to be able to, in the realm of the heavenlies, in the realm of the heavens, to be able to take the keys that have been given unto us and to be able to unlock the doors that have been closed to where the gospel has not been able to enter and to be able to allow that light to go in and have that light shine in the hearts of men. Paul was sent to preach the gospel to those that were sitting in darkness that they could see the light, the light of Jesus, the light that shines upon his face, the light of God that gives us the knowledge of God and the true, the true experience of eternal life. It is knowing him. But as long as darkness is there, of course, darkness continues to prevail. Now, in the book of John, it talks about not only did Jesus come and and <clears throat> and take on a human body, uh, uh, flesh and blood. But the scripture says that he was the light. His life was the light of men. His life in us is our light. And it says in, in, in John chapter uh, 1, in verse number 5, that the light did not prevail, excuse me, the darkness did not prevail uh, against against the the darkness did not <clears throat> did not prevail against the light now as we look at this in the scripture it says in him was life that's verse 4 John 1 4 and the life was the light of men the life his life in us is the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness does not overcome it, does not prevail, does not comprehend it. And of course, that darkness has been here because of Satan. And he rules in the heavenlies, in the darkness, to bring darkness to humanity. But we have been delivered, according to Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Now that is fantastic news. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Join us again on Sunday, where we will pick up and continue along this line. But until then, keep looking up our Redeemer and redemption draweth near. The Lord richly and fully bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.